The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And uh, today, recapping the fourth and final preseason game of the Denver Broncos on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, the daily podcast that, pre, uh, well, of course, covers the Broncos, not only at practice, but of course, at the games as regular season is now directly in the bullseye. We'll be talking about some of the, well... Uh, positions to watch as cut day is tomorrow. We'll talk about the offense, defense, and special teams. And I say we because I'm going to bring in Zach Seegers, who is a writer at MileHighSports.com. We'll talk to Zach here in just a second. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. I know it's Broncos podcast, but, well, you go on over there to Tap 14 right after the Coors Field. Uh, well, those those cardiac Rockies, they are in the uh, wild card hunt. You enjoy the nachos or the burgers, the 70 Colorado beers on tap, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Just a tremendous, tremendous palette that Chef Andrea Varela has over there at Tap 14. So be sure to check them out, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. Want to welcome Zach Seegers to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Zach, your first time. Uh, yep. You just started uh, at the at uh, Mile High yes, Sports. Uh, so t- tell us a little bit about you, really quick uh, background. Uh, yeah, uh, going into my sophomore year in uh, college at uh, CU, and uh, yeah, just love football, love the Broncos, and uh, just getting started writing about them. Very cool. So, of course, you were watching the fourth preseason game as I was, and of course. Uh, the depth game, the the game that I think everybody says you know could just go away, but it, it was here for at least this year. Uh, let's talk about last night's overall impressions. Let's start with the offense really quick. You know, I think uh, the clear thing that stands out immediately is just the quarterback position. You know, Kelly obviously uh, had a bad night, you know, hurt himself a little bit in uh, that competition for the backup job. And then uh, Lynch really, uh, really looked good, really impressed. Finally played some good football. We've been waiting on that for uh, yeah. two and a half years. It, it, it has <laughs> been one of those things with, with Lynch where I think, and, and this is where I almost wonder if it was a worst, I don't want to say worst case scenario. I feel like that's a bad way of saying it because it's a very a, a negative term to it. But all we've said as media for the longest time is when is the light bulb going to go off for Paxton Lynch? And it almost looked like it went off yesterday. He yeah. looks so good. So uh, certainly something to watch between Lynch and Kelly. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Let's talk about the defense mm-hmm. as well, too, because uh, linebackers really stood out to me, at least. Jeff Holland, Josie Absolutely. Jewell uh, really, really looked AJ good. A.J. Johnson had that thumper of a hit. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I mean, it was one of those things where with the Broncos, they now <laughs> – it's crazy to say they almost have too much depth at linebacker. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a position where you you can only keep uh, three to four players, especially on the inside there. And uh, what's not getting mentioned enough is as well as, uh, you know, keeping Jewel Davis and Marshall probably, you know, you also got Cravens, who although does play safety, is kind of in that He's like um, that hybrid money backer, uh, yeah, dimebacker, sure. you know, does like to play in the box. He definitely is more of a a, a run support player than a, than a coverage uh, safety. Um, you know, and when he's on the field, he'll be in the box probably. 
Yeah, and uh, no, this brings up kind of a conversation. We were talking about this prior to the podcast. You have so many linebackers. There are only so many spots to keep them in when the Broncos look to cut to 53 on Saturday. Should a trade discussion begin between um uh, i know a lot uh, of talk has been from other reports i, I really don't honestly I, I take that back i retract that i really don't know if there's really been a report yeah. it's been more so just like rumor, rumor discussion um, the pot. talking about shane ray mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think uh shane trading shane ray i think would be the dream scenario for the broncos because that allows you to keep uh, Jeff Holland as an edge rusher and be able to rotate him in and out with uh, Barrett, Chubb, and Miller. And uh, Ray obviously has more um, uh, uh, trade value than a, than a Barrett. Um, although Barrett's been more productive, Ray, I think, has a higher ceiling. Um, you know, the Jets were linked to him uh, before that 2014 draft, uh, obviously before uh, the whole marijuana thing happened with uh, Ray. Uh, but... I think that'd be a great fit for them. You know, they're looking for an edge rusher, whether that be uh, Dante Fowler from the Jaguars, uh, Shane Ray here in Denver, or uh, uh, Khalil Mack with the Raiders, I think would be their dream. And, and Mack is really kind of be the, the first domino to fall. Absolutely. Because if Mack goes to the Jets, obviously you're not pursuing anybody else. But if the, if the price tag is too high, you know, Dante Fowler, Shane Ray, those yeah. is a solid pickup for, for the Jets that they could take advantage of. Let's talk special teams really quick. And, and yeah. in two... Uh, instances because I want to translate this to uh, the Adam Jones versus Isaiah McKenzie situation. We saw McKenzie with a a nice little 30 yard plus return on the punt. It was called back for the penalty. The penalty really was away from the football. It would not have affected the return. And and it really showcased to me why Isaiah McKenzie should stay on this roster. Uh, A guy who out sprinted nearly the entire special teams unit uh, to the other side of the field for Arizona and a guy who has shown game breaking speed at practice. I watch him all the time. He naturally catches the football, looking it into, into his arms, tucked in nice and tight. He's not lazy leaning forward. This, this is a guy I think should stay on this roster. You disagree though. You know, I just believe, uh, turnovers kill you as a team. Sure. You, know, you look at last year that absolutely killed us. And the Broncos at return, uh, at, at the return position, it feels like the past, you know, decade, every guy either can't return or has awful fumble issues. And, uh, McKenzie, I think he's the type of return man that, uh, you know, he's going to, uh, make you get off the couch and cheer sometimes. And he's going to, he's going to have some wow moments, but he's going to have some what moments too, you know, like, uh, Trendon holiday, for example, Trendon holiday had some wow moments, but he had a lot of what moments. And, uh, I just don't know if we, uh, want to keep that roster spot for a return specialist when you already got Philip Lindsay who can return and uh th- th- that'll be a long-term answer possibly a kick returner and then in the short term you've got uh, Adam Jones punt returning well and you brought up Adam Jones of course the new Bronco uh will make this roster no doubt uh this is a guy who is is, is a versatile signing because he takes up Two potential serious weaknesses with the Broncos, and that was obviously we talked about returner with my Isaiah McKenzie, but at cornerback because I just I, I, I Brendan Langley had a really bad preseason game again. I have said this in previous podcasts. Look, Brendan Langley is a nice guy. This is a guy who just cannot be on the field for the Broncos. He is too much of a liability, and certainly somebody who should not see meaningful snaps, even in a um, emergency situation. This is a guy who just cannot play the corner position. Looks. And, and is going to be a miss. 
for the Denver Broncos. I really don't know if there's a roster spot here. Uh, but- I would uh, sorry, just uh, I I would agree with that. He uh, he does look uh, really really raw to me, and uh, I I agree. I think he might be a misfit corner. The one thing with uh, Langley is we knew he was a project coming in. We invested a third rounder in him. That's a lot to give sure. up on after one sure. season. And although, yes, on defense, he is, you know, he's Waldo. Where's Waldo? That's what all the offenses are looking for. And, and, and that's definitely him. But he is one of our best gunners on special teams and one of our best special teams covers. Now, I don't know if that saves him a roster spot, but I think it does, uh, it does give him a fighting chance. Yeah, and, and that certainly will be in consideration, but uh, the way I have crafted my roster, and again, I, I have my own prediction or how I would l- essentially build the Broncos mm-hmm. at milehighsports.com where you could check it out, and of course you could check out previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, guys like uh, Alex Johnson, who stood out yesterday, uh, a great special teams guy, and uh, you know, as much as you maybe don't want to have Philip Lindsay on special teams because he is such a versatile weapon on offense. I think there is still going to be that, that I don't, I don't want to say it's that, that, that learning uh, NFL curve where it's like your, your first year, you have to be on special teams, but I think he will play special teams and, and at least somewhat of role. And he has shown so far, at least that he's been pretty darn good at it. So I think that is going to be uh, another guy also. And that's why I have Langley just not making this roster period. It's the uh, Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by tap 14, 1920 Blake street, just a hop, skip and a jump away from Coors field, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Uh, want to thank them for, uh, of course, the support on the podcast and our new friends of the program for 2018. That would be Pro Football Focus. Now use this promo code that is POD20, POD20 for 20% off your PFF, Pro Football Focus, Elite and Edge memberships. If you got one of them cool edge memberships, I tell you what, you know how well uh, they educate you as far as deep analytics, matchups, projections, and fantasy. Fantasy drafts this weekend, fantasy drafts next weekend, and maybe even leading up to day number one of the NFL season. Go check it out, profootballfocus.com. Use the promo code POD20, that's POD20, for 20% off your elite and edge memberships. Uh, let's talk about safeties. Uh, I want to move a little bit to the defense here because the yeah. safeties really impressed Zach. And of course, Zach they Seager's did. joining me on Twitter or uh, uh, on the Broncos with podcast. You can find him on Twitter. What's your Twitter? Uh, it would be at Zach Z a C H underscore Seegers. That's spelled S E G A R S. Sua Cravens. Mm. We finally saw him and kind of saw a little bit about what Denver liked about him. Kind of that thumper style. Absolutely. You know, I loved him coming out of college, out of USC. You know, I just love those those hybrid players. I think that's really where the NFL's headed. You know, it's all about speed, speed, speed. And this guy's a strong safety, maybe ends up being a linebacker. You know, like like we were saying earlier, he really is that hybrid player. and, And you can just use him in so many ways. And, you know, he played great in his rookie season for Washington. Uh, you know, last season took a season off. I don't know how much of that was the dysfunctional Washington organization, how much of that was Sua. Um, but you know, now he's in Denver and, and, and he's one of the Broncos I'm most excited to watch this year. Cause he could really be an exciting weapon on defense. And, and somebody, like you said, who's so versatile, that hybrid situation and more, more importantly, just for, for the love of God. 
somebody who can t- cover a tight end. Absolutely, I mean, that's uh, the biggest year thing. after year after year. It's tight end, hundred yards, tight end, two touchdowns. It game after game. There's I. It it blows my mind that you as a defense for a team overall throughout so long of a span can be so bad against tight ends and and we are talking about a a uh, AFC West that for the longest time had good tight ends obviously Antonio Gates mm-hmm. with the Chargers uh, Travis Kelsey with uh, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs and they are going to face good tight ends this year so this is something that the Broncos hopefully have their solution in Suwa Cravens, and uh, and also want to mention Will Parks as well too, and and Will Parks in, in particular because uh, he's been a stud in the preseason. He, he has been not only a stud in preseason, but in camp as well too, and playing with a heavy heart too. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uncle was shot and killed in Philadelphia earlier this week. He tweeted or uh, posted on his social media accounts about that. So uh, obviously, thinking of Will, spoke with him, and uh, it seems like he's in good spirits at, at least as as much as he can. But really, kind of playing for his uncle too, and and uh, he played very very well and. Uh, he's very excited for the season, and and I am really excited to see him in a a more increased role as somebody who l- look let's let's look at it is probably your uh, replacement for uh, uh, Darian Stewart moving probably. forward uh, in the future. I, I think, and ideally, that replacement happens sooner rather than later. Parks just brings so much more athleticism, um, you know, so much more speed than Stewart has. I think Stewart this year is going to get picked on a lot by opposing defenses. I I think that's an easy mismatch people are going to find and exploit. And Parks, even before this preseason, you know, he played limited his rookie year, played a little more last season. You know, Broncos fans got so mad when we let go of TJ Ward. I think Simmons and uh, Parks proved that that uh, that decision was absolutely the right call. It's tough because... Ward was a a liability on defense at that point, and yes, y- I I think those who were in the media weren't as critical of the move because I think we saw only that as being a uh, a a big miss in the locker room because mm-hmm. he was such a vocal leader, he and, a and he was let's face it, he was the first piece of the the famed no fly zone to mm-hmm. leave. And look, it, it's going to break up at some point, it and uh, it's tough on that. But but they had they. I can't tell you enough. At the time of the move, they had so much talent, not only in Simmons and 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 Will Parks, and obviously you are beginning to see that play out. It's Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's R O N N I E, the letter K at Radio on Twitter. Of course, you can follow Zach as well. Zach underscore Seegers. Um, Zach, let's flip to the offensive side. D'Angelo Henderson. Versus the rest, it seemed like it was D'Angelo Henderson and uh, and David Williams fighting it out for a spot. I have them keeping four running backs: Royce Freeman, Devontae Booker, D'Angelo Henderson, Philip Lindsay, and then I also have them keeping the fullback Andy Janovich. How does your uh, room look as far as the running backs go? You know, I think we can only keep four people in that backfield, including uh, Janovich, including Jano. So you have them keeping Jano. Absolutely. You know, I think uh, everything we've gotten from uh, Vance Joseph and uh, Elway is that they plan on running, you know, that uh, zone running style. And that kind of requires a fullback. Um, you know, I, I think every year, I, once once Vance Joseph is probably gone after this season, uh, maybe Jano is too. But I think Jano definitely makes the team this year. You know, Freeman's a lock for that team for sure. And it sounds like Lindsay is as well. And... You know, I just don't think we can cut or trade Booker. I, I think he's easily the least impressive out of the running backs. We were talking before the podcast. He might be the worst out of those uh, 
six guys, uh, Williams, Janovich, Henderson, Lindsey Booker, Freeman. He might be the worst of them. Uh, but I just don't think there's a way we move on from him. And I think, unfortunately, that lands Henderson cut. I think we'd love to practice squad him. I think there's no way he makes it there. No, no way. I think we'd love to practice squad Williams. And and, and he, he probably would. He hasn't shown much in the preseason. Maybe some teams really uh, liked his college tape and they'd snag him. But uh, but I think Williams could make the practice squad. I, I'd say we'd probably run with uh, Freeman Lindsay. I have the five. Like I mentioned, I have the five making it. And I just... I. And and I may end up making I may have another podcast here where I just go on a long ten minute rant about how the Broncos have handled the running back situation. I am it's baffled yeah. from the Jamal Charles move to uh, managing D'Angelo Henderson last year. He showed so much promise not only in preseason and then it was validated in KC's game, and yet we never saw him throughout the year. They botched the the Jamal Charles thing. They constantly believe in Devonte Booker as a starter and yet Royce Freeman is clearly head and shoulders now you could say that they're trying to pep up Devontae Booker and his potential trade value and all this stuff but look it it the NFL is not stupid yeah. and who's they're, who's going to look at the st- they're going to look at the statistics they're going to watch the film and say it's very clear Royce Freeman is the number one running back it's no surprise if we can Absolutely. see it NFL teams can uh, I just uh, it's baffling at how they've handled that but that again that's a rant for a whole nother day uh, let's I, move quickly really quick uh, 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 go ahead and finish that sure. thought uh, just on your point about Booker being traded I think a lot of Broncos fans as well as uh, myself would love to see uh, Booker shipped out to another team there's just not a chance of that happening. You know, you look at, uh, you can find running backs like Booker all over the second half of the draft. You look at last year, Alvin Kamara, third rounder, Kareem Hunt, third rounder. You know, this year, Royce Freeman's a third rounder. Raiders got Chris Warren in the uh, undrafted, who, you know, led preseason teams in rushing. He looks fantastic. Uh, Broncos got Philip Lindsay undrafted. You know, those guys are just everywhere. There is no shortage of De- uh, Devontae Bookers. There's no way. Anyone would even, maybe you could get a conditional seventh round for him in 2025, but I think even that would be a long shot. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, and our friends at Pro Football Focus, and this news actually just coming down, and uh, not that really this is going to surprise anyone. Jordan uh, Leslie has been cut from the Broncos. Uh, He actually tweeted about this, so uh, certainly the cuts starting to happen. We will have a cut day podcast reacting to all the cuts, and there's going to be a lot of them. Find that work at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com, where I'll be writing about it. Uh, my good friend Sean Drotar, uh, Rich Kurtzman, Justin Michaels, Zach as well, too. Yep, you will be I writing will about it. Be writing uh, about and, it. and you have a latest piece that was just posted on MileySports.com, correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, yesterday I just it. wrote a piece, uh, you know, looking at uh, Elvis Doomerville's career in Denver now that he's uh, retired. Ring of Famer? All time great. Huh? Ring of Famer? I think absolutely, right? F- top five sack list. It-, it really is a shame we couldn't have kept him in. Uh, Vaughn together. I mean, the two seasons. I I didn't even remember how productive they were. The he was two very seasons productive together. I was I was younger. I had to look it up. Yes. And uh, if only uh, we knew how to send a fax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's low hanging fruit, but it is what it is. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I, I'm going to try to get you into the podcast one more time before the season starts. But would love if that. we can't, give me a little bit of a taste of where you have this team finishing. You know, the AFC West is just. It's such a mystery. You know, you, you've you got uh, the Chargers, who I think are a legitimate Super Bowl contender, as much as it pains me to say it, you know. Got one of the strongest rosters. You've got uh, Philip Rivers, good running game. 
decent O-line, you know, good offensive weapons, great defensive weapons. Uh, the one thing So they're there not is the winning coaching. the division. They're not winning the division. <laughs> okay. The Chiefs, you got uh, Patrick Mahomes. They've got a terrible defense, though. That could be interesting. I think the John Gruden project in Oakland is going to take at least a year to get, uh, to get going. I'm thinking, you know, seven and nine, eight and eight. I think that's where that team is. But we're on the upswing. You just look at all the young talent we have, you know, just – you got that's that's the real story i wouldn't be looking for the playoffs as a broncos fan i'd be looking at our future you've got freeman who looks like he could be a starting running back for the next 10 years that's a new addition sutton and hamilton maybe our demarius thomas and emmanuel sanders replacements for the next five years the progression of that o-line with bulls uh mcgovern um you know even Quangio maybe as a as a piece mm. um you know i, I would just look for uh, young pieces and uh, I, i'm predicting eight. Very good. Very good. You can follow him on Twitter at Zach underscore Seegers. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio, R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, as I'll be tweeting about cut days and all the news that is coming down. And of course, you could follow both of our work at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Zach, thank you so much for joining me on the thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course, uh, find those previous archives of the podcast at MileHighSports.com, whether it be player interview, coaches interviews, discussions, debates, all that fun stuff at MileHighSports.com. It's MileHighSports.com.